Welcome back. Um, it's like midnight night. now. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hello. Welcome to another episode of Veil vale After Dark. And today we have a special guest, Dr. Kyle Zoik. Hey, what's up? Let's go. Kyle. Let's go. I'm the clapping. number one fan of this podcast. Yes. Official. So He's our official fan. Um, so tell me about your experience. Tell us about your experience at Michigan State. Yeah, what'd you do there? Yeah. Well, Ooh. you all did your homework. Good for you. I'm so proud of you. Uh, I did go to Michigan State for my master's, and the the plan was to kind of two years in and out, go do some high school choir teaching after that, and we liked it so much. My wife had a great job there, and so I stayed on to teach the children and youth choir program there, and then also was able to work on my doctorate part-time. So it just worked out really well and allowed us to live in East Lansing for seven years. It's a beautiful city. And um, yeah, it's just a wonderful time. Loved it. Loved every minute. Mm-hmm. So, did you sort of did the things kind of just fall into place with being choir director? Did you was that kind of what you set out to do, or was it just kind of hey, would you mind doing this for us? And then you realized that that was something you enjoyed. Uh, so I, I've always I've never had a moment in my life where I was like I'm gonna be a music teacher. <laughs> uh, I just I've I've had a musical family and I've just always been involved in music and I just don't remember that moment. I've always just thought I'm gonna be I think I'm gonna be a music teacher. Did you kind of just encompass yourself in the in the entire like idea of music and then pick your like Profession? focus so after learning? A li- so people might not know this about me. I was a band kid, like through and through. Like I was, I was a band kid. I could sing, but I think I was embarrassed of my voice a little bit. Um, definitely not confident in it. So I was a saxophone player. I took piano lessons. I love jazz. I love marching band. Like the whole nine yards. Like band geek to the max. Like think of the biggest band geek, and I was like geekier. Mm. <laughs> and uh, then I think it was like sophomore year. My choir director, some friends had like said that I could sing or something, got me, coerced me, forced me to join. And uh, so I was kind of brought into the choir world that way. Then when it came time to audition for music schools, I auditioned on voice and saxophone because oh, nice. I still like thought I was going to be a jazz musician or something and um, got to college and it, I just found it too hard to do both. Mm-hmm. Like there's just not enough hours in the day to practice scales and arias you know so uh i had to make a choice and the choir was really great at my undergrad at capital university and uh i just loved it and i've been doing it ever since so that's kind of how i got involved in choir would you ever consider doing like an event like or like doing a performance with like jazz small jazz or like vjo Ooh, or i would like to see that that would okay. be awesome with voice that could be a really cool thing or, that would be with or, a choir or like, like yeah nice. That would be awesome. The other thing that I feel like the choir has underutilized here is Dr. Morell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like his jazz skills and compositional skills. Like we need to do, we need to collaborate. So oh, Marshall. Definitely. Oh, yeah, totally. Because Marshall is always looking for people. Small jazz is, it's contemporary styles combo. So he's always looking, like he, he wants, if, if someone came in to rap, that would be cool. If someone came in to sing like some, some Latin songs, that would be cool. Or yeah. 
He just wants any anything new and, and different. That's that's kind of the point of that ensemble. But our faculty has like a really wide range of like talents and yes, niche talents for sure. that I think need to be brought brought oh, forward. Definitely. I mean, like Dr. Morel, I like I mean he is so present, he's so with he it, is. he stays making content, mm-hmm. he keeps teaching yeah. and you know, we need that we need we that forward thinking. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How cold was it in Michigan? Oh yeah. Why oh why Michigan, gosh. first of all? Well, so Michigan State has a really great choral conducting program. Mm. When I was there, th- probably the three best conducting teachers in the country were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what that's what drew me there, right? Um, the winters were horrible. Like it, it wasn't like how much is it gonna snow this winter it was like how much is it going to snow today because it snowed every day and that seasonal depression was like way worse than it is here Mm. like you know how this week everyone's like i feel amazing because the weather's amazing (laughs) what was so much worse there the opposite of that so it, it was rough it was rough and there was one year when we were there that there was a polar vortex Ooh. and oh, it no. was like those are those below are... 20 below no That's for crazy. like a couple weeks it was horrible 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 i could not how did they do school stuff there did they have like what's the, how's their snow like stuff because it has to be a little bit more advanced than what we have here it definitely they... is but people are more used to it too so mm-hmm. it's like you suck it up and oh, you you're still drive. gonna go to school yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah i mean school. there's still there's some snow days but like okay. for the college like psh, they never cancel yeah so it's like yeah. you get your shovel out and there's a will there's a way right <laughs> exactly so going back what what made you want to be a, like a core director and like get a, a graduate a doctorate in that well, I, like I, coral con- conducting, yeah, right? yeah. Coral conducting, yeah. So I started out um, as a high school choir director. That was that was kind of the dream. That was my goal, and uh, did that for four years. And wanted kind of a, a a new job, a new challenge. And I started applying for jobs. I lived in Texas at the time, and uh, I always I kept getting like second. Like I wasn't getting the jobs, and so. I would ask, I was like, is there anything I can do better in the in the interview process? And they said, well, you know, you're getting beat out by people with a master's degree. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I, that's, that's, that's the next step. And, you know, you can get your master's in music education, uh, but I just was really drawn to conducting. Um, so that's why I, I wanted to, to major and go to grad school in the first place so that I could get more information and, and better my skills as a conductor so that I could go back and teach high school choir. Like teaching high school choir in Texas, like it's, it's a decent life. Oh my God. No, no, no. Like I mean, I'm not Texas, surprised. I there. It's like not even, yeah. but it's, it's good stuff. And we're talking like, like early 2010s. So yeah. like, you know, the economy was coming back up. Mm-hmm. Property like, values. Prop- yeah. And it was like cheap to live there and you could make money and you could buy this big old Texas house. And I was like, that looks pretty good. There's a hundred thousand dollar houses there that are so beautiful. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. ranched, like not even ranched all houses, just but fairly just beautiful houses. Yeah. Now I don't think there's anything oh, anywhere. Right. But, um, you know, that was kind of the plan. I was like, all right, I'll get my master's. Then, you know, we'll kind of, see where that leads us it would be cool to teach high school choir and uh really make something special i mean teaching high schoolers is totally different from teaching college Mm -hmm. um and in some ways i miss it and in other ways i really don't miss it at all (laughs) so can i uh, so i'm gonna move on to like uh 
about like our department kind of like a question regarding that yeah, so yeah. what is it so what's it like overseeing the department um from where you're at now because i know you started this just this past semester or like in back in the fall you started yeah, uh, yeah. so in the fall dr hefner and i became the the co-chairs of the music department mm-hmm. okay. um so so what was that yeah so like how do you and dr hefner further your learning in administrative kind of concepts but also in like being remaining forward thinking and 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 progressing our department what are it like what if some, are there some things like you don't have to give specifics but like some broader things like epiphanies you guys have come upon or anything of that sort well i think this year has been like a huge learning curve right mm-hmm. like how yeah. do we do this or when this thing comes up what's the procedure for this and and we we've both found that a lot of it is just is serving the students. So when something comes up, it's not like, oh, we get to make this like power trip move on whatever we think. It's like, okay, what what do the handbooks and policies say about it? Um, and so it's kind of a lot of it's been learning that. But we do have conversations about what we need to do to be relevant and innovative and forward thinking. Um, so, like, you know, I think it's fair enough for me to give you an example. Um, and, and I'd actually be interested to know your thoughts on this. Um, awesome. And this is kind of a, a topic I'm going to bring up to the faculty. If they're listening to this, they'll find <laughs> it. Um, what would it be like if a student came in to audition for LVC's music department, but instead of voice or saxophone or trombone, their instrument was a DAW? Digital audio work, mm-hmm. workstation. Mm-hmm. There's what, what do you think? To that. What do yeah, you think about is. someone's instrument being a virtual instrument? So I think that's like a deeper question behind that. Is like, mm-hmm. oh, it is is electronic kind of music like from you know from from a DAW? Um, how is that respected in musicianship yeah. and authentic? You know, you know, putting something Absolute out shift. there because mm-hmm. like you know, there's you know common practice is big here and starting from scratch i mean we never really learned from from scratch because the public school system teaches it but there's you know college is a different beast with that so i feel like there has to be clear uh you know description of what our department requires out of you but if and and but we offer that as a legitimate as long as you have the knowledge to back it up and, Mm -hmm. and improve you know like you would know if it's a, yeah. if it, if it if it goes crazy and it's awesome content and awesome work then yeah. yeah but like like I definitely agree like they could have this amazing skill with like digital music but also need yeah. to understand the foundations of music yeah. I only really say that because there's a lot of people out there who yeah. make amazing make music, music mm-hmm. make, but don't but, have that foundation and, uh, yeah so making those details clear mm-hmm. is yeah those guidelines important. and I think for me. I didn't really like I didn't come to school to play drum kit I mean I like playing drums but for me that's not really something I'm I lo- like I want to develop that as a skill but that's not super important to me what's really important is learning production skills songwriting skills marketing everything besides my musical instrument is what's important I mean mm-hmm. I, I just think that should be stressed more with with the amp or like th- there should be a degree where you could just focus on that mm-hmm. specifically and that's a musical style like we've everywhere around the world acknowledges that electronic like making electronic music through one of those is still art because mm-hmm. you're i mean it's a more i guess 
abstract way of making music, but it's still making music in the sense yeah. that you have to sit down. And there's actually, um, with Music Concrete and Luke Ferrari and some of the people in the 50s and 60s, they would actually have a different kind of notation for mm. how they programmed. I don't know if it was specifically since like that, but they would program it into the board where they have, it would almost look like math, where they'd have this paper that would sketch out all the different transitions and sound changes that were happening throughout the song. And that that's just different notation than, than what yeah. we're used to. Mm -hmm. But that's that's a yeah. kind yeah, of music. And, and this comes up because like we'll get students that'll come and audition and we say you have to audition on an instrument and they'll, you know, throw a piano something together or they'll, you know, try to sing a song and and I can remember this one one individual that came this semester and just said, I really wish I could show you the music I made. Yeah. And I and I was like, man, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, it stinks that that's that actually isn't part of it. Um, and so, if if you know that's something that our faculty is interested in doing, then we have to say, okay, well, how does that fit into, <laughs> like I said before, the the policies and everything that are in place uh, and our like our accreditation, like the the big wigs that that put their stamp of approval <laughs> on on how we are as a music school, does that fit into their lens as, as something that's still a music? Um, and if not, then, you know, can we, can we still do it anyway? Mm -hmm. Like, so it, I think that we all agree that, that, that there's probably a path for that or should be a path for that. Mm -hmm. um, now the question is, okay, how do we, how do we do it? Could I make a suggestion yes, on that absolutely. and go off of that? Yeah. So, I, I was, I've been thinking about this for like um, a little bit and thinking about how we could remodel, you know, like audio and business within our department and what Mark was saying about us not really having the time to be in the studio. Like it's I think it's respective to our major that we need to have that time. Like there's people that just mix all day mm -hmm. and that's how you learn and then you get quicker yeah, yeah, yeah. at it. So then, it, mm -hmm. you know, you, that that's how you get better. But I feel like just as in the same respect as music ed where they have like this beefy curriculum with a lot of these very niche things i feel like most of our curriculum is like broader so it's on us to consume the right things like like if i'm in like audio one i can really go into like one certain area and do certain things like th that's a good course that and so it's same with audio too but like like we can learn so many other like small respective things just like just like music ed and like other you know other majors so but. are you saying like like how music ed have to do um uh like they get to go to schools and like do student teaching well no 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 i'm not saying in an ed sense that's more that's a separate thing i'm just yeah. saying in our own respective sense like giving they us the be, time like, set times for like people's like yeah studios. like yeah. i still think like as part of the if we are part of the music department like recital attendance is obviously a mm -hmm. thing you need to have yeah. a good you need to have your instrument mm -hmm. and that goes back to your idea i think that's really cool and you just but i feel like after that like it's like what else because mm -hmm. it's like all the you know you gotta fulfill so many requirements in terms of like the you know the the, the your gen eds yeah but after that it's like what's next what's yeah, more and, more and how much of the music do you need and like I have a I have a friend that works for Sony on LA mm -hmm. and um, he mixes but a, a lot of the times like sometimes he'll be in the studio when there's an orchestra mm -hmm. and they give him the score to follow along mm -hmm. you know and and he has a music degree. So he's able to follow the score. Um, so that's not going to happen in every scenario. But you at least have to know if you're going to be producing someone's music, it's good to 
to know some music. So mm-hmm. how do we teach that stuff? Um, and, and where does that come in? Like exactly. You were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Those right. are the questions that we hopefully will answer. Yeah. And I think back on what you were saying about how education, music education is almost more hands-on and mm-hmm. at least there's more structure to what you're supposed to be doing. But I think that could happen with AMP where you could, I think we talked about this before, where instead of having you know you have to audition on an instrument you have mm-hmm. to whatever sing that should be kind of what you learn in school because i didn't have that and personally in high school i didn't have music classes and yeah. i didn't have yeah it was a small high school so i the only thing i got to do was play drums like after school with my friends that yeah. was mm-hmm. that was it so i think the school should provide amp as the your instrument but then se- secondary to that should be learning theory and learning because you're mm-hmm. naturally going to want to learn how to play you an have instrument. to be able to listen yeah. and, and I, understand mm-hmm. and yeah. i think in, in terms of recitals why wouldn't it be the same way as an instrument and in that you have lessons every week where yeah. you show your songs to your professor and mm-hmm. the professor critiques it, it helps the song improve and yeah. get to a better place and then the recitals are just you should be you performing your songs yeah I think a lot of that that can work. It's just now it's just finding out how to put that into a system, how to put it into a curriculum, how to how to mm-hmm. get it approved and and all of that stuff. And so um that and that takes time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh but this conversation probably wouldn't have gone this far 5 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 5 years ago be like, "Come on, you got to have an instrument. You can do that <laughs> other stuff yeah. other times." But you know, when a when a student comes to me and is like, I wish I could show you my music. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, yeah, he could probably do yeah. way more than I could ever do on yeah. on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I also was just like thinking about how we don't have any courses that really center us in on like creating our portfolios. Yeah, and setting us up. <clears throat> and you know, that's kind of on us. We go to the Brain Center, we set ourselves up with our resume, but then, you know. It's. I feel like sometimes we just needed courses just to make content and come up with stuff and just have yeah. guidance. Because my my brain center meeting, I they advised me differently. They they yeah. were re- it was really successful and really helped me get a picture of what I wanted to do. But it wasn't about oh music. you need to list that you did this and your res this and your resume. Mm-hmm. It was just your music. You have to yeah. pave your way. You can't just mm-hmm. use a resume. It's not this. It, it if you're looking to do amp sort of things, it doesn't really matter. It almost doesn't even matter if you have a degree. It's about networking and and doing that. And the only mm-hmm. way to network and do that is if you're in in the industry making music, working with artists. We have to give people a reason to want to get this to go at to the bachelor level rather than yeah. getting a certification. Like sure. what makes mm-hmm. us Different. more ideal? Because it's all every, every, the limiting factor, and that is like, oh, you have to do gen eds, and that's yeah. like, oh, well, I don't want to take those classes. I just want to do what I like want to do. Like something that's not important and, to and the you know, major. But, like, how can we incorporate both of those things, what, like, to the ideals of a liberal arts education, of making a well-rounded, you know, individual and setting them into society, and then what you want to do? Like, how yeah. do we yeah. incorporate? Yeah, I don't know. Well, and I think the good news of all this, like, I, I, I wouldn't say our, our – I think our conversation right now is really helpful, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't call it negative, but to put an even more positive spin on it, the fact that we've got people like the person I was describing coming mm-hmm. to us and saying, this is what I want to do, it shows that there's an opportunity for LVC mm-hmm. to, there is. To, to maybe pivot and, and 
serve students like that because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. other people aren't mm-hmm. and one of the reasons why I went here is because I originally I went there was a school in LA there was a two-year program so that would have just been I'm sure amp constantly maybe maybe some marketing maybe some business aspects aspects maybe some instrument stuff but it was a two-year program that wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten a degree but that would have been pretty constructive towards yeah. my career but the fact that w- you're getting a degree here means that you should be getting so much more than that's uh, that's yeah. exactly my yeah. thinking yeah. in that as well sure no mm-hmm. oh, well so i don't know that's that's what yeah. that's like one of the things that i think we can work toward maybe absolutely yeah. so i have a, a few questions about just kind of like general general things so how how has music impacted your life and what does music mean to you yeah oh wow well, I, I think my biggest musical influences are really my family. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my grandparents uh, were both music majors. They met as music majors. My parents uh, went to the same college and were involved in music in college. Uh, grew up in the church um, playing, you know, piano solos on Sunday mornings and then singing once I came into my voice. And um and so I, it's a very much like a family uh, influence uh, for me. Um, I don't have like a bunch of like, like even when I like listen to other people talk about their favorite kind of music on this podcast, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I like all kinds of music. Um, I, there isn't, I don't really like like screamo, like screaming, like yeah. Yeah. stuff. But like, other than that, I'll listen to country. I'll listen to uh like I grew up in the '90s. Like I love '90s pop music, mm-hmm. uh, uh, choral music, of course. Like um, I just I like a lot of stuff. Um, so I guess my my uh, inspiration is very eclectic. That's really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So do we want to do the music streamed last? On oh yeah, this is the part I'm game. so nervous about. Oh my okay, goodness! Okay. So I want to hear I want to hear all of yours. But listen, okay. I. We have like Apple Music or whatever for our family, okay. but like we have a kid, so it's like Disney. Okay, <laughs> that's still cool. That's still cool. It is we cool. Like I like Disney stuff. So that's probably what I've most recently listened to, like a like a Moana something. Like mm-hmm. how oh, that, that soundtrack was actually great. No, that I, was, I it is really good. Yeah. Um, but what we've recently got into re- is uh, is vinyl. Recently, mm-hmm. um, we we got a player about a year and a half ago, I think, and. The thing I like about vinyl is it's so intentional. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to be like, I'm going to listen to music now. Mm -hmm. And you have to turn it on and then leaf through and then put it on. And then you've gone through so much work, you have to listen to it, like, actively. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always do it. Like, it's like a preparation process before I go and cook dinner. I put the vinyl on and then I go and make dinner. It's the the best dinner. It is. Oh, it is. It makes a difference. I feel like with vinyl, you also like set, even if you're not like cooking dinner, like just relaxing, you have to like set the mood. Like, turn on a couple candles. Do what you got to do. Vibes, yeah. And going to a vinyl shop is like the most fun thing oh. to do on a Saturday. Yeah. Like get a cup of coffee, go to a vinyl shop. So you don't know what you're going to find. You're going to find the most mm-hmm. random record that you didn't even know that I would not have found on a streaming service. No, yeah, you know? exactly. And, and you're That's listening with an album. You're listening to the album, which is very different than listening to a 30-second clip of a song and you have to listen to it in order yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a story yeah it's meant to be in that order and it, that's the whole point yeah exactly all right nina you go yeah, first. Oh, you okay i got jealous by beyonce okay <laughs> yes i have videotaped by radiohead valid 
I have Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers. Oh. Bryson, what you got? Bryson's oh, here too. Yes, hello. He's um, dreaming. You're not going to be able to hear him. He can't because oh, he's can't. his phone. Yeah, your phone. Like, oh man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he was listening to just concert choir music. Probably was. Well, I was just doing homework and I love listening to like movie scores. Movie scores. That's good studying music. You're probably listening to Dr. Zoloft. Yo, you, I haven't heard about uh, medicated records yeah, in so long. Yeah, what's up with that? Give us an update. Uh, <laughs> Professor Prozac <laughs> is kind of, he kind of dropped off. And <laughs> now I just release whatever I want, so it's kind of dead. There's no point to having that label anymore. It's still uh, really cool, though. It is really yeah. cool. That sounds so sad. It was better to have lived and loved. What's that saying? Better, better to have lost and loved. Love lost. Yeah, yeah never lost, to have loved, loved at all. all. Or is it better to have lost, <laughs> lost we love? We butchered that one. So what are some of like your favorite movie scores? Ooh. Interstellar. Oh. First, and that that's all my problem. Uh, Lord of the Rings, 100%. Mm. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really... I like movie scores, but I'm not paying attention to it that much. I'm just going to say Harry, Disney. Harry Potter was... Harry Potter, Harry Potter I mean, it's John was... John Williams, uh, so yeah, always. Can't, can't mm-hmm. lose. Always. I think A Beautiful Mind had a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. What was A Beautiful Mind again? Oh, it was it? The, the Russell Crowe was like this mathematician yes, yes, professor, yes, 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 yes. but he was like seeing things mm-hmm. this whole time. Yeah. yeah it's cool. Hmm. I don't think I have one. Yeah. I like there's some video games. I I don't really play video games anymore, but there were some video games that had good soundtracks as a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh. Halo was good. Yeah. Yeah. Some jazz. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you th- okay, back to ser- a very serious question. Serious? What is your no. stance on leadership in a musical space? Stance? Ooh. What? <laughs> like like how do you how, what do you consider like <laughs> stance? <Okay. laughs> I was like this is um, serious. Like, this is very serious. N- like how do you how do you see like your students grow in a musical yeah. space mm-hmm. and become like 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 you know when someone just leads a group or leads mm-hmm. a section like when you look what do you look for I guess in standards for your section leaders and what do you expect of them So I think it's different for in a choir yeah. sense yeah. I think it's different for each choir So um any example so yeah. like for example right now chamber I'm, i've got chamber choir on my mind because we're getting ready for our concert and one of the, the cool things that chamber choir is doing in a couple weeks is they are c- doing the whole concert without a conductor okay oh, nice. so like the whole it's chamber choir the whole the the word chamber music means no conductor mm-hmm. so and and for the five years i've been here i've always at least conducted some of the music mm-hmm. but when the conductor's not there the students have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Bryson's over here in the corner, like when I started kind of toying around with this idea at the beginning of the year, we'd be rehearsing and I'd be conducting them and I'd be like, all right, go ahead, figure it out. And they'd all kind of like look at each other like, but who's gonna start us? And mm-hmm. and I would just be like, I don't know, figure it out, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that because I've actually done less of the actual conducting, they've had to do more mm-hmm. and they've um, become better musicians for it. Um, and they performed a few times already this semester and each time they do a song in front of an audience, they get better at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that has been a big That's thing. That's so cool. Yeah. You get to see it right in yeah. front of your yeah. eyes and witness. But it's, it's cool. also been 
it, it's easy now because I'm like, oh, that was that was brilliant. Like mm-hmm. they, I do less, they do more, and they become better musicians. But it was hard at first to let it go mm-hmm. because was it good at first? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them. Yeah. Right. So. You know, it, it wasn't great at first, you know, so but but that's all right. Um, so mm-hmm. in that sense, like letting go and doing less. Picking the training wheels off. Is, oh, yeah. Is, yeah. It, it's, like, sometimes, it's wobbly. If yeah. It, yeah. But then, yeah. So, th- so there, there's that. And then, you know, concert choir, I wouldn't do that because there's, there's like 50 of them, right? Yeah. So <laughs> uh, finding ways to empower section leaders and stuff like that to give mm-hmm. them a little bit more... Um, ownership within their sections. I also like to do this thing where we'll like finish a piece and I have like a million things I want to fix, right? Like okay. they're they're like piled up here in and my you brain, have to right? make those mental notes. Right. Yeah. But I'll just stop and say to to the students, okay, what do you think of that? What was good about that? What was not good about that? Um, and especially as college students and a lot of them being music ed majors, like they need to start thinking that way. Um, so that's been a little bit of an evolution of my teaching, I would say, especially in, in a college setting, which was totally different from teaching little kids and yeah. high schoolers, yeah. where they need more of the structure and they need more of the, this is how you do it, this is how you get better. Um, so yeah, I would say that's a little bit of my evolution as a as a teacher, maybe, yeah. recently. Do you go to conferences and oh, all, all those types of things? I love going to conferences. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I lo- I'm a conference. What's the most recent one you went to? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to PMEA next week. Very cool. Yes. So next week I get to conference. Uh, but I went to one over the summer um, that was here in PA. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just love going to conferences. You, you just get inspired. Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you see your friends. You get to hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, just socialize. And, yeah, it's just great. That's love amazing. conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, we could we could have a word from our sponsors. Real yes. Quick. Are we yes. reading them? Yeah, we can. Okay. That's my uh, favorite part. We have... <laughs> Yeah, hopefully there will be music with this in right now. There's gotcha. music. Um, so we have we have house, mouse, mortgage, Zoom chair, allergy medicine, marketing failure company, downtown golf, and then uh, if you want to pick up from from downtown golf, oh, that's thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Mob boss tax advice. Old stories from Jim Foster. Oh my goodness. Trophy Spouse Club. Orange Cones. What? Sorry, okay, sorry. These are our sponsors. Sarah <laughs> Sarah Jewelry and Dining Services, Cat and Dog Retirement Center, Murderous Stay at Home Parent LLC. <laughs> Your life is hollow. Buy without <laughs> our products, Corp. I just have to give a shout out to Mob Boss Tax <laughs> Services. They did my taxes this year, and I had, I didn't pay anything. Wow. So, yeah. Ma, so Mob Boss, thank you for sponsoring, yeah. and um, thank you so much. Like you saved me a lot of money. Wow. They ate. Yep. Great, great company. Okay. Great company. Great, great people <laughs> over there, Mob Boss. Yeah. Great um, people. Um, I, I was gonna ask. Um, mm-hmm. You go. What uh, this is kind of just like a short question. What was what's the what was your favorite recital that you've been to at LVC? Ooh, any year. Oh my gosh, any Pick year or fi- this year? Like every year. Well, if, oh, if you don't have anything, just sticks in out. Like yeah, what yeah. this semester? Okay, yeah, listen there. This semester. 
Um, so, oh man, this is hard, y'all. It's like f- picking mm-hmm. a favorite kid. And just to preface, every every ensemble matters, and you and you put the work in. Yeah. Right, they do. They really do. Well, I was I got to perform on a recital. Uh, the voice, the voice faculty recital. I was like honored that they even asked me to do it, and that was like so scary for me because all of them have multiple degrees in voice, yeah. and I'm like the conducting person. Like I do not, none of my degrees are in voice, and they are all like amazing. Um, so I, I, I love performing because I hadn't mm-hmm. performed for a while. But as far as like a recital that I've gone to, our faculty jazz is just amazing. Mm-hmm. They are like. I they can't are wait for so Sunday. good. It goes crazy. Marshall's, Marshall's recital is going to be really fun. They're yes. so refined. They're so. They are so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I saw them <laughs> recently on just like a Thursday morning common hour, like faculty jazz. is so good. Yeah. I, I've only played with Lovell a few times, but when he played with us, um, the one common hour a few weeks ago, the Griffin, uh, David, yeah, yeah, yeah. David Graffin, mm-hmm. the, it was just like anything he played. I mean, like when we were rehearsing it was just kind of like he was throwing everything at us like to see what would work but live everything he played was just way miles it's like he contributed such an immense important aspect to our musical conversation that i just had not experienced before that's awesome so like it was just we could have played the song like we could have played each song for 20 minutes because of him <laughs> that's because awesome he just he would contribute so much to the conversation yeah. Yes. Likewise, like I went in that voice recital, uh, Dr. Fung uh, accompanied me, mm-hmm. and like the way that man plays the piano mm-hmm. is amazing. It like he finds music inside the music that I like <laughs> didn't even think about. Yeah, it's and such then, a like, skill to be an accompanist yeah. as as at first because you have to, you know there's just an understanding that oh, you, yeah. you and you craft it and. Like, and he, and he very right. much was following me yep. as the soloist, but like he was making me better by just like I could feel what he was doing and he could feel what I was doing. And it's like that experience just when you're like making music with someone. It's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I Specifically, the half recital, of, I think it was, was it last night or, or two days ago with uh, uh, Vaughn uh, Corpus. And mm-hmm. one of Vaughn's songs mm-hmm. that just struck me as really... Yes. I think it was one of the songs mm-hmm. he, he composed, but it was just really mm-hmm. well cool. done. And mm-hmm. you could tell that Fung probably had some influence on it. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll give last question. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh. oh. What is your most memorable moment from directing choirs? Oh, wow. Um, well, I think that there's like sometimes little moments are big moments, mm-hmm. and I've had a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just going to be stereotypical. I got to conduct at Carnegie Hall. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. amazing. Yeah. You hit big yeah, time. Yeah, and uh, 2018. Um, now, like, it's kind of a racket. Like, honestly, like, these companies, they rent out the hall, mm-hmm. and then you get a bunch of people that you know to pay a bunch of money and then you get to conduct because all those people have sung, paid a bunch of money, and so the company makes a bunch of money. But so it's a pyramid scheme. It, it is. <laughs> it's, so Bryson just said it's pyramid a pyramid scheme. scheme. It totally is. It's a pyramid scheme. But so is college. So is mm-hmm. well, a lot of things are pyramid schemes. So I, you know, I convinced like a hundred people to come with me to Carnegie Hall. But then the, on the concert, there was like probably 500 other students too so they like you know we each get like our 25 minutes on the stage mm-hmm. but and then i started like thinking how many students were on that stage right. for that and i was like thought about how much they each paid and i was like oh 
oh my gosh, I just made someone a lot of money. But I got to conduct at Carnegie Hall and uh, was on stage for like 25 minutes, conducted Ole, Ole Yalo's Sunrise Mass. The whole time I was just freaked out. Like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. And then like the last three minutes, I was like, oh, it's almost over. I really need to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I did like and revel in, in that the three moment minutes. for like three, three minutes, minutes when I knew that like, okay, we made it, like all the hard stuff's mm-hmm. over, we're just gonna. So that was really cool. That's um, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really grateful that we got to hear about oh, your musical journey definitely. and your teaching journey. And Thank you, we're excited to see what else is going to happen so moving you. forward. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love the pod. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have one message to students. Oh, yeah. Shout yes. out. Shout yeah. out. No, this is not a shout oh. out. <laughs> one message to the students. Go to your recitals. Go get your recital attendance. Please. I want you to get recital attendance. That's all I have to say. You said about what that. you said. You said what you I said. I said what I said. Yeah. All, all right. right. It's, a nice, it's a very foggy, dark midnight. It's, oh, it's raining. You lie. It's like about ready to rain. Oh, it's yeah. It's raining and it's sunny. There's wolves it's howling. It's humid. Yeah. At 3 a.m. Mm. All right. Yeah, watch out for the wolves and go to the recitals. This yeah. is Veil After Dark. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Veil After Dark. Bye. 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 Bye.